live. We're live. We're live from Antarctica. A snowstorm. We're sneaking from the snow. I can't even tell how deep the snow is, but it's got to be at least a foot, right? Like, yeah, it's um, it's like sixteen inches here. My God, that is uh, I mean, yeah. At a certain point in the day, pretty early on, it went from feeling like cute it's snowing to being like oh my god like we like (laughs) when's it gonna stop yeah I also have to admit right now that when you said I don't know how deep is the snow now I have that song how deep is your love but how deep is is the snow how deep is your snow how deep is your snow is that is that BG's I think it is I think it is because we're living in a world of fools. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a great song. It's gotta be them. Ooh, I'm gonna put this on right before I get slip into bed tonight. Ooh, that's nice. That is really nice, actually. Because we're living in a world of fools, breaking us down when they all should let us be. Oh, oh man, oh, he's right. This is I feel true. like. Isn't there a Bee Gees documentary that just came out or is coming out? feel like there is oh I don't know but I would be interested I I love a good Bee Gees song yeah oh I love tragedy is a classic my real favorite though is of course we knew we knew we knew we knew we and then that cool heart part Stephanie what song what song is that (laughs) you don't know that song what song is that (laughs) to love somebody Wait, I don't know if I know that. You do. It's like there's a light, some kind of light. Oh there's yeah, yeah. Okay, I do know it. Wow. And I want my life to be. It was because you we knew we knew that it threw me off. You know that I like a we knew and a fla yeah. fla. We knew flea fla. Yeah, fla fla oh. we. <laughs> fla fla we. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, when I was doing voice classes, my instructor would make me do a warm up that just went fla fla wee fla fla wee in arpeggios. <laughs> it it's made so me good. chuckle every time. I know. I feel like that those syllables are like <laughs> normally reserved for like humiliation syllables, but it's like no, you sing them defiantly yeah. out to the world. Fla fla wee. And it, I mean, it, it is a good warm up. Yeah. It does work grand. Fla, fla, wee. Yep. Yep. There we go. It's excellent. Yeah. It gets better with, with both time and also as you go wee. up the scale. It gets so mm-hmm. much fun. Oh, fla, fla, wee. Fla, fla, wee. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Stephanie? Did anything spooky happen to you? Well, let's see. I, I want to say yes, and I know that spooky things did, but that thing is happening where I can't remember them. I did want to share with the listeners that I don't think I said this, but my house that I that I bought, someone did die here. But oh, I, yeah. But I don't think the house is haunted. It doesn't feel haunted. No, it feels quite settled and happy and 
yeah you know just uh good i do think it's worth mentioning there is a room that is shaped like a hook that is one thing i am currently within the room but i think you would Mm. absolutely know if the house was haunted because you wouldn't want to be i'd never go in the room listeners the hook room it's shaped like a hook or like a j in that there's like a hallway and there's two doors and the doors face each other it kind of they're a little bit off and then the the room hooks around itself Mm -hmm. so no matter if no matter where you are in the room if you can see one of the doors to the room you can't see the other door Mm -hmm. and for that reason it's illegal to sleep in this room yeah that's it's not it's definitely not allowed the cats though can sleep in there and i think that they they do frequently like it it is their domain they love it i have their gigantic cat tree i know that um yeah they love yeah they Goose has started uh, sleeping on the radiators. Oh, maybe does that too. We have a like a plank of wood down mm. so that she can be she can sit on the wood so she doesn't get burned. You I, know, he, he goes right on it, and I was concerned about it, but then I looked it up, and apparently, people were just like, "That's not going to happen," and I was like, "All right, okay." I guess it depends on like how hot they get because ours get crazy hot oh really yeah they get like hot like so hot that Mm. if like i were to touch it it would like burn me oh shit yeah Yeah, these i can put my hand i can like hold the radiator and nothing happens to me oh that's nice yeah ours are we got actually um like some kind of caps put on the spigots a few months ago so that we can control the temperature more because it's just like the building is so old that Mm -hmm. each floor has its own like system like biome like the second floor they don't get like any heat at all apparently and we get like a ton of it and the first floor is like somewhere in the middle the first floor is the only floor that works wow i I am well you know that historically i just never turned on my heat in new york city yeah ever you like to be cold what can i say it's not only that it's just that I mean, if they're if they have the heat on it upstairs and they have the heat on downstairs, I'm getting plenty. I'm That's not actually gonna, true. Just, yeah, you don't need for that. Like, you don't need your own system. And your your apartment was never like never so cold that I was like, this is insane. It was just like it's totally fine. It was normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like normal, like, ooh, it's like it's winter. Like I can just tell that it's winter. Yeah. Um you know mildly drafty. As any 100-year-old building would be. Yeah. Yeah. I The other, yesterday, I guess, I had an epiphany that all the blankets that we own for the couch here are hard as a rock, and I bought myself one of those, like, foolishly soft-looking blankets from, like, Home Goods. that's just, like, a fluffy mm. baby's blanket, baby glee, baby, baby glee. Baby um and I'm so excited because I like you know I was wearing my comfy which you know is lined with yeah of course like Sherpa stuff and I was like the comfy is by far the comfiest thing that I own and I was like I wish I had a blanket like this and then I was like I could I could have a blanket you like could this. easily and also it's made out of blanket material so it's I like, know 
They exist already. (laughs) It's advertised as a wearable blanket. I was like, what am I talking about? And then I was like, Zach, all of our blankets are hard as a rock. I'm ordering a new blanket. Yeah, I do. We, I mean, like anytime that my mom would be like, this is a wool blanket. I'd be like, cool. But then having it on me, it's like, ow. Yeah, scratchy. Ow, blanket. Mm -hmm. I will say it's very fun to do like a sheet wool blanket and then a really comfy cozy on top of it yeah because that's like insulation that isn't touching you at all right and that works I think that's, beautifully like I think that's what a wool blanket where a wool blanket really shines is for like yes. the weight of it you know yeah it's the cheese of the grilled cheese and it then really you're the is. plate Ooh, you know that I sometimes fall asleep Mm -hmm. pretending that I am the filling in a pie. I've passed that along to a lot of people, actually. I do hurt you, but I I pass it around and everyone always laughs. And then then they're like, it's always like, huh, (laughs) like you can feel them imagining it it and immediately relaxing into their pie. Yeah. Pie. It really Uh, does work. Yeah. I found some app I kept getting ads for that was like sleep stories. And in my mind, I'm like a sleep story is like, you know, just like a some kind of gentle fable. What this app actually is, is people saying things like guiding you through a meditation as if you're the filling in a pie. The titles of the videos are like, I am a gnome in an enchanted forest picking mushrooms. Oh, I want to do this as a job. I'll send it to you. Uh, I you think it's probably should. celebrities. Like, no, it's not. It's not. It's really? random people. Yeah. I have to say this. I, I know we talked a little bit about Wait. my acting class before this. That is essentially what I do in acting class. <laughs> is I, I told, what did I say right before this? I said, I tell the class to close their eyes and I take them on a journey. That's, That's essentially true. what I do. I have to, I, it's not on my phone, it's on my iPad, so I will find it and send it to you. Wow. But you should do this. And you should also, you could just write down a transcript of it and use it for class, honestly. Wow. I mean, that's part of the yeah. trouble is that a lot of the class, a lot of the students do fall asleep. But, um, you know, that's just a testament to how good I would be at this job of putting people that's to sleep. That's true. You wow, could also cool. challenge them to do like a sleep story and be like the challenge. You are graded based on how well you don't make me fall asleep. Be like, you have to make this sleep story exciting using your voice. Using I guess voice. that's the opposite of that's, what a sleep story is. That's an awake story. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that's an awake story. An awake story is just, I don't need any more of those. They run An awake my story is ramping. basically a ghost story. Yeah. Speaking of, welcome. welcome. That's the spirit. A spooky oh, podcast God. about Bee Gees and snow. <laughs> about a, a snow blizzard and you, you see a snow mirage and it's just Bee Gees. That would be, be so really, fun. That would be really fun. They're just in glistening like white uh, 70s suits. Yeah. Why don't people make snow ghosts more? Like instead That's of so snowmen, crazy they look like a ghost. It's the, it's the classic color. And it would be so easy to just shape like a whoop. Huh. huh. A snow well, ghost. Maybe it's just hard to tell since it's attached to the ground. 
That's true. Or maybe structurally, three balls is more likely to stay put than just a tube. I don't know. I've definitely made a snowman in the in this in tube style before. Yeah. Certainly. If you're an architect, um, write to us. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, let us know why people might not be doing a snow ghost. Because yeah. I think in the night that'd be very spooky to shine a light it out would there be very and see the the snow st snow a, a snow it would be snoo snooky it would be snooky. I can't I can't I'm trying so hard in my mind to come up with more yeah combos but there's nothing. Um, Another spooky thing happened this week and I can't remember. I guess this the, the spookiest thing that happened yesterday was that my aunt dropped off some boxes of old plates of my grandma's mm, and that's nice yeah that's 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 not the spooky part <laughs> so oh, okay. she dropped them off and they had they had my cousin's name written on them in my grandma's handwriting but she had written my cousin's first name and then my grandma's last name as it's as one name but that's not my cousin's last name and then a huh. phone number that none of us know. What? Yeah, which makes me think that there's some other person in our family with my cousin's name in that <laughs> phone you... number. I didn't Should call I, it. Do you want me to text the phone number and see who responds? And if they... I'm just going to call them. They're weird. I can be like, oh, sorry, wrong number. I mean, yeah, we, we, we can try all kinds of things. That was, that was, a, that was a spooky thing that happened. That is spooky. Perhaps finding a family secret. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is really um, scary. Yeah. It's scary also, because it's like, what? I'm finding, speaking of family secrets, I am finding constantly new things that I didn't see in the house, like, that are remnants of the old owners. Like, so the people that owned this house before built it, and... It was their family home. And like the other day in the entryway to my kitchen, I kind of mm. like looked at it for some reason I was zoning out and I saw somebody had carved a peace sign into the wood that, and like it was painted over and stuff. But I was like, oh, I never saw that. And I keep, uh, I was cleaning and I found like, a, I found a key to something on top of a windowsill. The oh. second key that I found on top of some kind of a sill. Oh no! Here and I don't know what it goes to. So, a lot of stuff like that, just like little little things, like carved in and tucked in. Yeah, it's cute though. I mean, it's nice in a way being like, you know, if somebody like really had like had a life there. I I really like it. In fact, new new brand new homes. Mm -hmm. Give me cheapies. Yeah, brand new homes. I feel like are very likely to have just terrible energy. Like you gotta have had at least one family living yeah. there before. Their brand new homes are only full of like renovation energy, which is like the yeah. most psychically bad thing you could do. Is just, uh, you know, it's it's terrible rip something apart i will yeah. say speaking of renovations and this is a weird tangent or a weird uh segue but 
I watched Home Alone 2 Lost in New York last night. Did they take out... Did they remove the man? No, they didn't take him out. Um, But, I mean, I say renovations because he attacks the two burglars in, like, his uh, aunt and uncle's house that's being renovated. But I will say... It's a, it's a bit of a scary movie just because Kevin is inciting violence. The men are obviously violent and they do want to kill Kevin, but he gets away from them and then he goes and seeks them out and lures them back to the house to murder them. I haven't seen this. Is it the same to them. two guys as the first one? It is. But like the things that he does to them, the first thing he does is drop a bunch of bricks on them from the roof of the building, which is like murder. It's just murder. Yeah. Because they weren't breaking in or anything yet. They like, he made them chase after him. And then he was like, hey guys. And then threw bricks on them from the roof. Wow. I don't know. Here's the thing. Just to play devil's advocate. If if somebody came at me again and I was like, wow, they're really not going to quit. After getting away, I might be like, I have to kill them. That's true. But what what Kevin should have done is, well, I guess I don't, I don't know what the right thing to do is. They broke out of prison. So he could have just called the police when he saw them and had them rearrested. I guess that's true. But he also, he gets away from them. And he is, at that point, he's already lost in New York. So, like... He could just have been like, wow, it's crazy that I ran into those guys again and got away. I never have to see them again. Yeah. Also, let me let's clear something up once and for all. Mm -hmm. You're never lost in New York. There's like a fucking million places open. Just go in. Ask for it. Ask for directions. Like you're. You're never that far from where you need to be. You really aren't. You're barely ever lost in New York. There's a whole John Mulaney joke about how New York is just a grid. So, I mean, it's not like he was staying, like, in, in, like, you know, the village. He was staying at Rockefeller Center, basically. Yeah, there's also, like, gigantic landmarks you can see over everything. You can see from anywhere. That you can just basically walk towards. The idea of being like, I'm lost, and like you're at a bodega and you have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm 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 -mm. He's like walking around Central Park West, and it's like supposed to look like really like sketchy and weird. And then, like, if you think about it, like he's staying at the plaza, he's going to FAO Schwartz, which is like across the street from the plaza, or it was RIP. And then he's going to Central Park West. Which is all within like two blocks of each other. Yeah. And so it's like, how are you lost? You're not lost. You're not lost. You're just a stupid, stupid boy. You're just a silly boy. But you know who I forgot was even in it? Who? Tim Curry. (gasps) Really? As I said, I've never seen it. But I'll have to add that to the list. I mean, you you know the, the, the Tim Curry movie that I can't believe I didn't know about, Legend, is at the top of my list. I'm saving it we for a day where I feel stock. perfect. Like yeah. I need to go into it being like primed and ready. It's a Tom Cruise, hours Tim Curry joint. And wow. I cannot wait. Oh I can't wait. God. 
Tom Cruise has like shoulder length hair and he's, he's just like, look at that unicorn. I've never seen anything like it. They keep us safe. Like that is basically what he sounds like and talks about in, in the movie from what I can tell from the trailer. Oh, I really can't wait. I really can't wait. I can't it's gonna wait. It's going to be a special day. It's going to be a very special day. We also do have to do curry stock, which is yeah. going to be our Tim yeah. Curry Festival. For those of you who don't know, Lloyd Fest was a Christopher Lloyd Festival that we did a couple years ago now for my birthday. And it was really, honestly, the event of season. And <laughs> curry stock is, you know, was put on hold because of the events of this year. But it's going to be yeah. really good. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Remember when we were going to do the Madeline Kahn movies and just call it Kahn? That's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We were going to do Gary Oldman and do Old Mania also. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun kind of because, like, they're making movies still, so we can just add new ones Yeah. to I mean, the lists. Yeah. You know, those of them who, who are actually making. Gary Oldman was in, like, a recent thing, right? Uh, probably. He works. He works. Yeah. (laughs) Saying, describing Gary Oldman as a working actor is so funny. He's definitely a working actor from from what I can gather. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, we could try and do a Tom Hanks festival, but it's like, how do you choose? How do you choose? It would maybe have to be a multi-day event. Yeah. If not a week event. Yeah. I, I would have to insist that we watch every single Tom Hanks movie. Just to yeah, know, I mean, just to know the man. There's like 35 of them, right? There's way more than that. Are there? Yeah. Andrew always makes us play the game Name 30 Tom Hanks Movies. There are and way more hard. than 35, I think. I think there's like yeah. at least 40. At least. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, yeah. 30 yeah. gives you a little buffer room. Everybody, play the however many Tom Hanks movies you can list off the top of your head as fast as you can mm-hmm. movie. It's it's really good. And it says a lot about a person, which one they think of immediately. And then the ones are, that are harder to get. Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah. Like I have if to somebody agree. immediately says Larry Crown, you need to rethink. Yeah. If one person's cloud out person. If one person's cloud atlas and you are a league of their own you're two sh- two ships yeah in the night no you're like two ships on different sides of the planet like yeah if someone i'm gonna go ahead and say if people shout out and we're doing it right now but consciously if people shout out i'm gonna say angels and demons not even da vinci code angels <laughs> and demons what did no. i say before Oh yeah, Cloud Atlas and Larry Crown as there as any of the first three ones that they can remember. That's game over. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. That's not Ugh God. I mean, and like I'm not judging Tom's like No, nothing against or whatever, Tom. but it's like those should those mustn't be the first. Nothing they against Tom. Be the first. I remember going to see Larry Crown with my friend Kenny in theaters and filling up ginger ale bottles of whiskey. Wow. Looks like, you know, look, look like ginger ale and just drinking, man, like the whole thing. We were 22, I think. And, um, it was in battery park movie theater during the day, during a work day. I left Squarespace to do this. And 
you know what? No regrets. That was a really fun day. I really liked that day. Sure. I'll say that I'm shocked. I don't know what it is. Even though I saw it. (laughs) I remember that movie. I don't know. I feel like maybe he's a lawyer. I don't know. I do remember uh, Julia Roberts going like Larry Crown a lot. Were they, did she play Mrs. Larry Crown? No, I think like, I I mean, I think he plays an adult man in high school or night school. Mm. And he's like flirting with her a lot. And she's just like, Larry, in like that slight Southern accent, she's, she's just like, Larry Crown. Larry. Wow. I love her. Larry Crown. I just love her. I can't believe a movie theater didn't confiscate a soda on the way in. I feel like that is like. I don't know how we got him in. Them. It was the middle of summer. I was wearing a shorts and a tank top. I don't even That's know fun. how I got that ginger ale in there. I don't want to know. I do miss movie theaters. I know. They're the best. They're the best. They're the best. If you can um, support your local movie theater by maybe doing like a stream online that they offer, or if they're doing any like fun kind of virtual events, go ahead and do it. You need those theatras. We need them. Shout out to Nighthawk Park Slope. Yeah, I should see if Nighthawk is doing. We should both see if they're doing virtual events and then we can go to them. Mm -hmm. Nighthawk Park Slope, you saved my life many times. I love you so much. I love them. And I just just miss a movie theater. Also shout out to Prospector, the one near me, uh, because they're a a wonderful not-for-profit movie theater that only hires people that identify as having special needs. It is wonderful. I love them. Uh, they're actually doing okay because they get funding. So I think they're going to be fine. That's a good theater right there. That is a very good theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, someday. Someday. You know, like when this is someday, all over. When everybody's cool. You when know? we're all cool again, we'll be allowed mm. to go to the movies. Yeah. But... We're just not cool yet. I had a ghost in the news and then I lost the link. Let me look it up Uh-oh. real quick. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything news. else. Ooh. Oh yeah, okay. So we have a we have kind of an anniversary. Ooh, okay. Of a ghost ship. <gasps> Stephanie, it's crazy that you say that, but go on. Oh my lord, really? So we have yeah. a, a ghost ship. This is from the News and Observer, which I, I don't know. Ghost ship with a cat, but no crew. Wrecked on Outer Banks 100 years ago this week. So basically, this ghost ship with nary a soul but a cat on it um, was wrecked 100 years ago this week. Uh, Outer Banks, that's, I think, North Carolina, right? Uh, I think so. I think so. so. So, basically, the Carol A. Deering, a five-masted schooner, fell victim to the graveyard of the Atlantic when she ran aground on the Diamond Shoals. Whoa. Basically. Rescue efforts were unsuccessful as no crew could be found. That's just really scary to me. That's really weird. Because what did happen to them? Did they all jump overboard? Were they all captured? Even now, 100 years later, the mystery of what happened to the crew remains unsolved, earning the nickname for this wreck, the ghost ship of the Outer Banks. Mm. Very fun. So that's January 31st, 1921. 
Damn. And it's, it's one of the most uh, written about maritime mysteries of the 20th century. Oh, I'm glad yeah. the cat was okay. I love a ship's cat. I love a ship's cat. So the FBI did get involved with this. Multiple possibilities of what could have happened in the ship's final days, including a mutiny, you know, yeah. takeover by rum runners, even an attack by the Bolshevik sympathizing pirates. Why Bolshevik sympathizing? Probably something to do with history in 21. Some people have even suggested that the notorious Bermuda Triangle is to blame. Okay. What? Is that close? I guess it must be. I don't even know. Ten men. I think it is actually. Ten Mm. men and a six-toed cat were aboard when the ship set sail from Norfolk, Virginia. Historians say only the cat survived. The cat survived, though. It wasn't like... The remains of a cat. It was a living cat that basically steered the ship to shore. That cat must have. How else would it have gotten there? Yeah. The Outer Banks has a lot of shipwrecks. A thousand. More than a thousand. Due in part by the shoals created by the colliding Gulf Stream and Labrador currents. I don't know what those are, but they sound legit. Um, Some historians put it closer to 2,000 graves for ships. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, every cat made it out safe. I mean, I think it's, I don't know if this is true, but I think it might be even good luck to have a cat on a ship. They'll definitely yeah, keep the mice. They're ratters. Rat yeah. away. Uh, I think that they're, if anything, a, a welcome companion as well. Oh, yeah. And you know they're there's not going to just like jump into the ocean. They wouldn't like that. No. There's a famous one named Mrs. Chippy. Mm-hmm. Who I really love. I think there are some photos of Mrs. Chippy out there. She's a good cat. I have a, really a portrait of Mrs. Chippy's husband. Did you oh, not know this? I think we have actually. I'm sure we've talked about this. I don't know if we've talked about it on. Uh, let's see. Probably not on air. Maybe not on air. Maybe I'm I'm mistaking it too. No, no mine's a different cat. Mrs. Chippy is a ship cat. I think mine's a railroad cat. Yeah. I, I'm i trying so hard to remember the name of the cat that you're referring to because I know... I think it might be Chester. Jesse. So close to Chippy. Yeah, Jesse. So, yeah, the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad. This is the cat that right. I have some, some portraits of. Oh, he's a good kitty. Yeah, you know. Wow. Um, well, speaking of boats, can I tell you a spooky tale? Yeah, you can try. You can certainly try. Yep. About one of the most famous boats. I'll tell you what happened. I was <laughs> looking at stuff about the one and only Titanic this weekend, sure. and I was like. Have we done Titanic goes before? And I searched and could not find a past episode where we had covered Titanic. I don't think we did. So I just, I pulled some info (gasps) and there, of course, is some spooky Titanic stuff. Love it. I think we've, we've talked about Titanic adjacent stuff, but never the Titanic. Yeah. Cause I think like there's obviously no, like, it, it barely exists in a physical form enough to be like, nobody's like yeah. down there, you know? 
So yeah, I I'm very much on a Titanic. Oh, kick right that's one of your top top one. subjects. It's one of my of top subjects. Time. And you know what I was thinking? Why don't they just make an exact Titanic replica, yeah, anchor it in a harbor, and charge people to stay there as like a hotel experience? Don't get me started. I don't know why anyone hasn't done that because I desperately want to spend money on it. I would do anything. You know how much I found out a first class stateroom cost for the Titanic journey in today's money? What? A hundred thousand dollars. Oh my fucking god. Isn't that insane? Just paying a hundred thousand dollars to sign up to die is so yeah. crazy. Also, yeah. if it if you lived, you're ruined. I mean, or but unless of course it, you're a multimillionaire, but like, it's like- it was like Astors and Rockefellers and like in- unbelievably rich people. Wow. That, that still so... seems insane for a boat room. I know. I, I was say. trying to rationalize it though. And I was like, okay, I guess the the like nicest room at the nicest hotel would probably be t- like $10,000 a night times like 10 days or whatever it took the Titanic. Like, I guess I could see it, but. I would never, I mean, look, I can't even like no. pretend like I would spend that. I've never seen that much money in my life. No, so. never. No, 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 no. If I had a hundred thousand lying around, I, I, the first thing I would do is get myself out of a couple difficult situations I'm currently in. And then I'd probably, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd find a really fucking expensive boat. Yeah. I, I actually do get it. <laughs> I actually do yeah. get it. If money was literally no object, yes, of course. Yeah. But I would also, for that money, you could potentially just buy a boat. But I guess it was like you couldn't just fly anywhere. So if you did have to go across the Atlantic, it's like. Also, it was like the, the, the first ever, the inaugural journey of like a brand new unsinkable ship. So yeah. you're kind of paying for the story in a way too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but tell me about these ghosts. So before the ship even left the harbor, before it was even start like oh, constructed man. or designed, there were some spooky things happening with it already. Um, a bunch of prescient books were written that were really similar to what actually happened. In 1898, 14 years before it set sail, 10 years before it was designed, a man named Morgan Morgan Robertson wrote a novel called Futility or The Wreck of the Titan about the Titan, an unsinkable ship without enough lifeboats that sinks in the North Atlantic after hitting an iceberg. Oh, no. Too scaly. I don't like that. What a coinky dink, as they say. I know. Well, there was a man named W.T. Stead, who in 1886 published a short story about a steamship without enough lifeboats. And six years later, it wasn't enough for him. He wrote a second short story about a ship (laughs) rescuing rescuing survivors of a different ship that had hit an iceberg. And guess what? He died on the Titanic. Oh, my God. Why would you do this, man? Don't go on the boat. Come on. Did he cause this to happen? It seems like he wanted it. I mean, people were people who were going to go on the boat. It seemed like a few of them had events that seemed like premonitions before I'm they went on. That but this they still went on. Isn't it a little suspicious to you that he writes two times 
about a thing, kind of like he wants it, and is a fantasy for him to die this way? Probably. Maybe he could have s- slipped into the captain's chamber, changed some coordinates, slipped out. I don't think. I think he wanted it. I think he was like. I think a lot I, of things he did caused with it. shipwrecks. Yep. Um, there were a few passengers who had weird feelings before it happened, including Stephanie Major Archibald Butt. What? The Not Major Butt. Major Butt who seemed especially nervous leading up to the trip and wrote to his sister-in-law about where she could find his things in case he died randomly. Mm. He was so nervous. He like just had such a feeling of strong anxiety that he was like, I need to get home to my family right now. Something is really wrong. And he booked a trip home ASAP on the Titanic and then told a friend before he left, I'm fortunate enough to have a reservation on the new Titanic. When I step aboard, I shall feel absolutely safe. You know she is unsinkable. That's so Long fucked he up. He died on the Titanic. That's, God, like, it's Major just butt. so horrible. No, uh, not Archibald, but come Archie on. Butt. He already had a, a hard life. I know it based on the name. Oh, he was, yeah, I think he did all right, except for, the like, you know, dying in a really awful way in the name. And being riddled with anxiety. And being riddled with anxiety, yeah. Um, There was a man named Isaac Frauenthal who booked passage on the ship and before he got on board, confessed to his brother and sister-in-law that he was nervous and had had a recurring nightmare about being on a sinking ship. He said, it seemed to me that I was on a big steamship which suddenly crashed into something and began to go down. I saw in the dream as vividly as I could see with eyes open the gradual settling of the ship, and I heard the cries of frightened passengers. No. Scary. There was a young Irish boy who booked himself to travel in steerage and told his friend Bertha, who was also on the boat, about a dream he was having, and said, uh, she said later, he told us he had dreamed the Titanic was going to sink, and every night we were at sea... He told us he dreamed that it was going down before we reached New York. On Sunday, just before he went to bed, he told us that the Titanic was going to sink that night. He had plainly seen the collision with the iceberg. Scary. Oh my god. Yeah. On the same night the ship went down, but hundreds of miles away from it, a young Scottish girl named Jessie was actually very sick and on the verge of dying. And the local head of the Salvation Army came to comfort her in her final hours. In her delirious state, she spoke of a vision saying, quote, Hold my hand, Captain. I am so afraid. Can't you see that big ship sinking in the water? The ship is sinking. Look at all those people who are drowning. Someone called Wally is playing a fiddle and coming to you. And of course, soon everybody in the whole world knew what had happened to Titanic. And guess what? No. The Salvation Army man who had been sitting with her while she died knew the Titanic's bandmaster, Wally Hartley, who famously played oh my God. Island on the Deck as it sank. And she no. could somehow see it. Scary. That's so ins- that's so fucking crazy. And she I was like, Wally sees I you. Can. Wally is coming towards I, you right now. I can't. I can't. If I heard any of this, like, first of all, to go back to that other guy who kept telling everyone the... Can you imagine, like, I would be like, shut in the fuck yeah. up. Fuck you, dude. Shut up. And then to have it be real. <laughs> I'd be so upset. I think it actually oh. in that there's one of these stories where like, 
I think the one before that where they actually all ended up living and the guy made a joke being like, I wasn't so stupid after all, was I? And they were like, shut up. Yeah, you are so stupid no matter what. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, So scary. So as for the boat itself, like we said, there haven't been any ghosts seen like in the ocean, like under the sea, but there have been sightings near where the wreck happened out at sea. Ships passing by the area off the coast of Newfoundland have seen orbs hovering above the water. Ooh, beautiful. I know, right? It's kind of nice. Mm. Um, Submarines sailing nearby have reported hearing strange signals and interference on their radios, including SOS messages with no source. Mm. Scary. I like that. I know. That's very sad. I was reading a lot about the actual, like, crash itself and like how much time was wasted because people just kept being like the ship can't sink shut up and like yeah. it was just so sad apparently if they had uh they okay sorry to like get technical about the titanic for a second but Please. they when the uh as when the alarm went off um the captain reversed the engines which actually is probably what doomed them because if they had just, they turned the wheel all the way so they would like try and avoid it. And he reversed the engines, which slowed the boat down and made it so they like drifted into the iceberg. If they had just oh. kept going, they would have had enough speed to make it past. And they calculated that like they would have only made it past by inches, but they would have been fine. Oh, Isn't that wild? And it's just because they were like, uh, oh, we don't, okay. Like, I don't know, reverse it. It's fine. It's fine. And I don't think anybody would know in that moment what the call is at that time of yeah. history. Oh, man. Oh, um, God. I can't, I can't think too hard about a shipwreck. I know. I know. They make oh. me very sad. Of course, this reminds me of my favorite shipwreck yeah. story, yeah. the Estonia. Um, okay, anyway, in 1977, uh, second officer Leonard Bishop of the SS Winterhaven gave one of his passengers a tour of his ship. The passenger was soft-spoken, had a British accent, and was unusually attentive to detail. Something about him struck Bishop as odd, but he couldn't put his finger on it. A few years later, someone showed him a picture of Captain Edward J. Smith, and Bishop said, I know that man. I gave him a tour of my boat. His companion laughed and said, impossible. That man was captain of the Titanic. Ooh. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What? Wait. 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 What? The ship of dreams? The unsunkable Titanic? That's probably what he said, though. Yeah. I had to like I I gotta love any story where it's like that man's been dead seventy <laughs> years. It never gets old. It's always it fun. never gets old. Never gets old because it's also like there's no way of being like no that definitely was the same guy. Like yeah. it's just like I guess we'll never know. Ah! Yeah. Oh, so good. Um. Okay, for when we go to Vegas, put this in your back pocket. Right. There's a Titanic artifact exhibit at the Luxor Hotel and Casino. All right. And apparently there are a couple of ghosts there, including a woman in black mm-hmm. who wears Classic. a white collar, her hair up in a classic top top bun of the time. Ooh. And 
they have like the stairs from one of the uh like grand entryways on the boat they have the stairs at the museum whoa she hangs out on the stairs um cool photographer right if you were like a titanic ghost wouldn't you be like yeah i'm gonna hang out on the stairs yeah yeah that's what everyone wants to see like i want the perfect spot to be sighted a ghost and a star i love that that's so that's i gotta say that's real classy it's very elegant Mm -hmm. and as a photographer prepped for the opening of the exhibit he spotted her walking down the staircase he was startled because he hadn't seen anyone enter and the staircase was obviously under huge amounts of security and super roped off. Yeah. Um, he assumed she was part of the exhibit and asked if she'd like him to photograph her. She ignored him. He went back to setting up. Suddenly she was right behind him and he <gasps> offered to photograph her again. But this time she vanished before his very eyes. That's so scary. It's fun know. to see a ghost on a staircase far away from you. But if it comes towards you, I'm scared now, you know? Too close. Yeah. Too close. It, it, you can go from like, oh, to like, oh, really, really they, yeah. fast. Because it's like by that, when they're that, when they're right behind you, it's also yeah. like, what were you going to do? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I don't like it. It's like seeing a wild animal um, 30 feet away from you, but then it gets within 10 feet of you. And then, you know, it, it's not fun at that point. It's not it's fun. Not that's like no. when we saw that groundhog at the cemetery and I yeah. got really close to it. But then when it didn't run away, I was like, no, and now it's not fun yeah. anymore. Yeah. Or like, you know, when I was feeding those deer. Yeah. Uh, actually, it, only, that was one, fun. only one time was I like, maybe I shouldn't do this. And it, it's when like <laughs> one of the bucks was like kind of kind of not having a, a, a fun time. And I was like within arm's reach of it. Yeah, the, yeah well, they, it certainly the shouldn't have been that close. Started, they started kind of fighting with, among themselves. That's right, and I was just I was you know in in the crosshairs, yeah, of, of their of their rage at that point. Gave them the feast of a lifetime. They love so lettuce. They love tasty lettuce, lettuce and kewitz. They do. They do. Oh, I miss them. Friends. Yeah, I yeah. miss them too. I hope they're okay. I hope they don't have cold. Oh, they're fine. They're fine. Um. Uh, so the same exhibit includes a portrait of Bruce Ismay, one of the Titanic's builders. He apparently fled the sinking ship. This is in the movie, famously. He left the ship, leaving behind women and children. Witnesses on lifeboats say he kept his back to it as it sank. Wow. And alleging he was the one insisting that the ship go faster and faster, even though they had already received ice warnings. Because they were trying to beat their scheduled time by a full day. They wanted to surprise everybody in New York by showing up a full day early. So much so that people on the boat were like, we don't have anywhere to stay if we get there a day early. That's like, we don't want that. Yeah. Also, we paid $100,000 for 10 days. Yeah, don't cut my trip short. But can you imagine if, if the captain was like, of, of like a plane was like surprise we're actually getting there in four minutes you'd be like fuck i i what am i supposed to do right annoying and very dangerous yeah very, dangerous. very so because this guy wanted the boat to go faster and faster it's not really that surprising that the other ghosts of the ship probably hate him mm-hmm. um 
One morning, as the crew of the hotel came in to open the exhibit, they found his portrait on the floor. The manager watched the surveillance video from the night before and was stunned to see the picture begin shaking before coming off the wow. wall of its own accord. That's really cool. Yeah. I know. That's really scary. And we do have to go to that exhibit. I love that. Um, when we go there, we will go to Zach Bagan's museum, mm-hmm. Clown Motel, mm-hmm. and this exhibit. Yeah, that's and all I really need. Yeah. Maybe Magic Mike Live. Maybe Chris Angel. Maybe Chris Angel. Maybe whoever's there, whoever's yeah, in town, whether it's Celine, there. whether it's Mariah, whoever's yeah. in town. Um, Frederick Fleet, a British sailor, was the Titanic's lookout in the crow's nest that night. He was the one who sounded the alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, he spotted the iceberg and warned the bridge, but tragically it was too late. Oh. He survived the wreck of the boat, but he was plagued by guilt and took his own life years later. No, you did your yeah. best. Well, you did what only what, your eyeballs could see. I know. Well, they had taken the binoculars off of the crow's nest, so he did not even have binoculars that no. night. No! Can you imagine being oh. like, well, I guess I got it. I guess I got this. Um, <laughs> they have at the exhibit the promenade deck where the crow's nest would have been, like, hanging out over. Whoa. Um, and it is said that people at the exhibit have seen him standing there watching over the deck. So he's mm. like watching guiltily, feeling sad, even in no. death. Oh, yeah. I want to absolve him and bless him and I tell know, him to go forth. It's not his fault. It's that absolutely not his him. fault. It's so many other people's fault. I know. I, I the, um, the first person I blame is anyone who was like, this ship is unsinkable. <laughs> like that person first. And then Tom everyone Tom. else. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who's like, yeah, just make it go way too fast. You can't tempt fate like this. You know that conspiracy theory about the Titanic that it was actually the wrong ship? No. That so apparently people think I can't even I can't really remember this. Um Okay. Some people think that it that the Titanic was actually like the vessel itself was replaced by a different less good one right before the journey. Oh, wait, why would they do that? I I uh I have to look it up. And like I have to look it up. Basically, that like the the idea is that there was like a a sister ship to the Titanic, and the materials were like a little bit different, and the design was a little bit different, and it was just not not tip top, and that for some reason they used that one. Huh. I don't. I I, mean, I it, need to look this up. Yeah, because I know it had a. It's a pretty ship. fun one. Um, a lot of the Olympic. Stuff that I was looking at. The Olympic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the there aren't a lot of photos of the Titanic like before it sank. So for a lot of the like historical records of being like, here's what this looked like. It's all photos of the Olympic because they're like we don't have photos of what the interior of the titanic looked like in this room but 
it was the same as its sister ship. So mm-hmm. here's a photo of that. Um, interesting. Why yeah. wouldn't they just make two of the same ship out of the same material if they're going to make two of them? So I guess the the theory is that the Olympic was disguised as the, as the Titanic as an insurance scam. What? Um, so the Olympic was slightly older than the Titanic, mm-hmm. built alongside the more famous vessel, but launched in 1910. And the exterior was nearly identical to Titanic, save for minor details, such as the number of portholes um, and stuff like that, spacing of the windows Um, And, like, a section of A-deck promenade on the Titanic. Mm. So both ships were built with linoleum floors. But shortly before she was due to set sail, Ismay, that same person. That fucking guy. Inexplicably ordered the floors aboard Titanic carpeted over. So... Mm. On September 20th, 1911, the Olympic was involved in a collision with the Royal Navy warship HNS, HMS Hawk in the Brambles Channel. Well, don't name it the Brambles if you don't want <laughs> it to get complicated. That's true. In Southampton water while under the command of a harbor pilot. Um, so, long story short. Yeah. The theory plays out that the Olympic was found to be at blame in the collision. Okay. Because of this, the insurers refused to pay out on the claim. Uh, so since this ship was going to be out, since the warship that, that it hit was going to be out due to extensive repairs and the Titanic's, Titanic's completion date, which was already behind schedule due to Olympics return to the yard after her loss of a propeller blade, would have to be delayed. All of this would amount to a serious financial loss for the company. And so what was proposed was to make at least one vessel seaworthy and earning money again. So the badly damaged Olympic was patched up and then converted to become the Titanic. And that the real Titanic was complete. When complete would then quietly enter service as the Olympic. So there's this whole complicated theory that they switched vessels um, and that was what had been damaged, so... It had been a little bit damaged. Um, yeah, so... Let's see. I wonder if there's any... I, I mean, like, I wonder if there's any truth to it. I do have to wonder. I don't know what a list to port is, but it was noted by several Titanic survivors. It was just like leaning. It like leans to one side. Yeah. So it, they said that it had that. Um, people that were on it. Okay. I guess that so, would track. I mean, like if it's a brand new boat, why would it do that? It almost as if it got hit by something and isn't a brand new boat. Yeah. No, that's um, not right. Yeah, and then also they say that a f- that few parts of, like, a lot of the stuff on the Titanic either didn't have the name Titanic on it or just, like, had the name Olympic on it. Hmm. I don't know. Look, I am ready to spend the rest of the night Googling Titanic yeah. conspiracy theories. This is a, like, this is a pretty fun one. 
this is a pretty fun one to look into. But again, like, you know, no one will ever know the answer. Somebody knows. But I really like that theory because I want there to be a reason beyond horrible, horrible luck. That yeah, I mean, happened. it would make sense. Like, if it was, um, like, if its balance were, was off, that would make sense why, like, it had a hard time navigating around stuff. And who even know, knows? Who knows? It but still I, doesn't you know, make up for them demanding that it go way too fast. No. Especially, especially if Ismay was, like, knew about the ship being the other one and had been damaged and he was on it. Why would he be like, go faster, faster, must go faster. Greed Um, and, you know, um, hubris. I suppose so. Yeah. You know, the flaws of a wicked man. I am excited to delve into that tonight as I get ready to slumber right after I think about being the crust in a pie maybe before probably mm. before yeah yeah um, yeah but you mean that's yourself after it yeah. yeah well I those were very sad ghosts oh I know I'm sorry uh, no it's 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 good it's 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 good to think of sad ghosts they need us it's they good need to us. think of sad ghosts it is. I suppose in many ways it is they really Disney. need us. They they need someone to care. And well, I care so much about Titanic ghosts. Oh my god, I care about I them. Really so do. Much. I really do. I hope that. Let me say this. I hope that when I die, all the world's pain doesn't come rushing into my psyche like it did with that girl. Oh my I hope god. It's just like, thought, calm. I mean, you know that that's probably the. <laughs> the best case scenario for I hope I don't die living out someone else's living out death. a yeah. mass killing of people via ship oh my god yeah I hope that. I don't see a Titanic when I die you know what you could yeah. do though you could if you were like even if you don't think you're about to die even if you're just like I feel wild right now I have such a huge fever I don't know what's going on just like be like I am seeing some crazy things and then just say a bunch of really outrageous stuff that you're seeing. And then if it does somehow happen, people will be like, she was totally psychic. You could be like, I'm seeing like a dragon in the (laughs) sky, but the dragon is made out of pure mirrors and the mirrors. Well, what I can see in the reflection of them is a whole colony of mirror people on the ground. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful what you just said to me. Thank you. I hope I see a dragon made of mirrors. Yeah. Just in my lifetime, not even when I die, just in real oh. life. Well, now you can because you can imagine it whenever and Now you I can. That's the but, power of imagination. And now if if one actually does happen, you'll be like, wow, she was psychic, I guess. If, if one really does happen, you, my friend, are truly some kind of a a wizard thank you that's the thing you can just say anything you imagine out loud and if it comes true then i do think this is what QAnon is though so i do want to just caution 
that keep that's it true, but keep we're not fun things. hurting anyone. Keep it to fun things that to fun don't have things. to do with politics. Yeah, keep it to and fun stuff. Keep it to dragons. Keep it to mystical stuff. Yep, do um, not hurt anyone. No, don't hurt anybody. Keep it fun and fancy free. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the only rule for prophesizing. Yeah, I yeah, I guess like don't don't um don't try to prophesize like a no. fake mass tragedy don't do that no no I, I would stay away from that i would stay away from making it too personal i would yeah. keep prophecies vague but also harmless whimsy yeah just say like i i've i i foretell that what will happen one day is that a talking bear will come to town and give everybody a lollipop I thought you were going to say a lollipop. <gasps> it's because that's what you wish a talking bear would give you. I know. If yeah. he's coming to town, he's got one thing for all of us. It's probably going to be a lollipop. Lollies, yeah. Or you could say something like, I foretell that next summer, one thing that will happen is a wave will come ashore, and with it, a wonderful mermaid, and she will sing a song so beautiful Ooh. that it heals all the world's pain. Wow. Oh my God, Stephanie, that is beautiful. Thank you. Wow. I really hope that one happens. I really hope that happens. I don't want to have to wait till next summer though. Yeah, I know, but patience. <laughs> it's only one more year. Yeah, I guess it's so. Only one I guess more year to heal all the world. It's like a year and a half. It's like a year and a half. It I is a long it. time. I wish you would get here sooner, but I only I hotel. I don't. Guess what? In no, two months, it's gonna be warm. Okay. I can't talk about it because I need to get. I need to get a. I need to get back into my swimsuit, and um, I'm no, not ready. Definitely I'm not ready for it. Don't need to get back. I mean, you you if you want to go to the YMCA, sure, but I want to use my um adult size swimming pool in my backyard. <laughs> From Hamaker Schlemmer? <laughs> no, I can't. Too rich for my blood. I, I can't afford one of those. No. I Okay, look. Hear me out. I think we should go in together on a Hamaker Schlemmer <laughs> above ground swimming pool for swim training, but also we could heat the water up and recreate Titanic in it. I would love to do that. Oh my God. Okay, listen to me. You know what? That kind of pool, if, if that's the ocean... The ship yeah. with the VA? Yeah. What that means? What? Puppet ship. Oh my God. Okay, we do have to buy yeah. a Hammer, Hammerker Schlemmer pool. Yeah. Okay, we're For those of you who aren't aware, Hammerker Schlemmer, one of the oldest historical catalogs known to man, and a free magazine that you can just get by oh, signing free. up online. Guess what else is free? Go on their website and just click on almost anything and yeah. it will show you five more things that you're, all you can say is what? Yeah. The website is of course fully free as well as the catalog. I will say this, Robin and I discovered that if you, if you run out of magazines, catalogs are like free magazines. It's basically the same thing, mainly ads. And then you just yeah. get surprised and delighted by what they have to offer you. So you just sign up for catalogs, get them in the mail, look through. You know, one of the fun ones is that Stonewall Fruit Preserves one. That's a good one to get. Oh, yeah. The L.L. Bean catalog is really fun. Oh, classic. Country Uh, Store. Sharper Image. Yep, Country Store. Store. a great one. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. there's. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I've also started signing up for things like continuing education pamphlets. Uh, That's fun. Yeah, there's so many classes on things like Google Sheets. You didn't even know existed. 
I, wow. I'm just reading all about them because I don't know what else to do with my time. Yeah. I just get just, just to get a piece of mail is nice, you know? It is nice. It is. I got to respect it. I soon have to send out my Valentines and oh. I am sending them because I'm desperate. Desperate. I can't wait. To send uh, my, this house is full of all of your special cards. They're always so charming. I love a card. I, I just love a yeah. card. If I could just flip a switch and have a business, letterpress cards might be one of my top choices. I bet you I bet you could come up with some kind of card company that you could run out of the basement there. No, I I I I'm not good at art enough. That's that's your Stephanie. Bad. Well no, I'm not so good at art. I think you could do it, but you know, if you come up with a way to get a press going in there. I'll just send you some files, you know, press away. We're in business. We're in business, baby. All right. If anybody wants to send me over a little nest egg to get that started, there we go. Out to us independently. For just the cost of one stateroom on the Titanic, you can get in on the ground floor. Yeah, you could have a fun card depicting the mermaid that comes ashore that I said, that I foretold. I want that. I do want that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Speaking of mystical things, though. Yeah, I'm going to rattle through some stuff today. And I decided to just tell you about a bunch of Romanian spirits. Ooh, okay. I love it. You know, I love Romania. You know, I did a fun, uh, actually extremely sad and, and serious play about Romania. Yes. Many it was so ago, good. It's ever since then, I've been obsessed. So I'm going to go through some Romanian, maybe mythologies, spirits, folklores, just hit up all the fun ones. Yes. Just like a, you know, disclaimer. I don't know how to say any of these names. So we're going to do our best. This one I think I got. Okay. Oh, I thought I had it and I don't. I thought this was an L. Try. I. Iele? I E L E? Iele? Maybe? So these maybe. are feminine mythical creatures in Romanian mythology. And they're described a bunch of different ways, but I'll tell you what. They've got great seductive power over man. Wow. They're kind of like a sirena in that way mm, with skills yeah. and attributes similar to nymphs, dryads found in Greek Greek mythology, um, and also similar to the semodivas in Bulgaria, which I don't know what those are. So these guys are said to live in the sky, sometimes in the forest, sometimes in uh-huh. caves, isolated mountain cliffs and marshes. And they could be seen bathing in the springs or at crossroads. This is um kind of like a classic, I'm going to say like a classic motif of like a beautiful seductress who then is um, more powerful than you could ever imagine. You were such a fucking fool to ever yeah. think she would want you, you stupid, stupid man. From this point of view, <laughs> what, is that wrong? Wow. From this point of view, uh, the they're kind of similar to the ancient Greek Hecate, uh, a three-headed yeah. goddess. You know the shit. So basically, what do they do for activities? I'll tell you. They appear at moonlight. Classic. Okay. Yeah. In secluded areas such as glades, trees, ponds, rivers, crossroads. You know, you hate to just come upon someone at a crossroad. 
What were they oh, doing there? So scary. Oh, are they like standing? It. Are they sitting? Yes, like you're on a road and then there's two choices and someone's just standing waiting at the choice spot. I don't, I don't like, like that. that. I don't like that. Anyway, they love dancing naked. Who does? I don't know if I do, but the I've idea never done it. of it. I might like it. I don't know. I can't I feel like I would want a bra on maybe. I don't know. Yeah. They have bells on their ankles a lot. They carry candles. That might be fun if bells on your ankle and you're balancing two candles and just like dancing. I kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is a challenge. That is an aerobic yeah. balance challenge. When they're doing this, they, they can kind of appear to be incorporeal. So like truly spirited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes, rarely though, they're dressed in chainmail coats, which is fun. I like that as a look. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so they dance something that looks like the horror, but it's not. That's the only description that I have. (laughs) Perfect. Say no more. The coolest thing is that the place where they had been dancing would often, um, basically, it would be trodden, but scorched. Ooh. Okay. Like like fire walked on. Um, The grass finally grows back, but it would grow back with a red or dark green color. So different than it had been. And the animals wow. would not eat it. But instead, mm. mushrooms would thrive upon it. Cute. I like that. Love that. Yeah. So they're sometimes evil, but not generally. You know, they also are um, agents of revenge sometimes, but not really. And there are some ways to appease them, I guess. I, I think what you can do is give them cattle, which is one. I mean, I love a gift, too. I, I understand um, oh yeah, give so me a cow. Are you kidding? Yeah, I would love. I would love free livestock. That sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving on. I'm just. I'm doing like a, like a quick run rundown. I'm, I'm here with you. Fun ones. This one's called a moroi. Sometimes moroil. Um, it's a type of vampire or ghost in Romanian <gasps> oh. folklore. Vampires obviously run rampant through Romanian folklore. Of course. But it's different than you think. It's different than you think. So a female um, moroi is called a, I'm going to say, moroi ka, moroi ka, maybe? In some versions, a moroi is a phantom of a dead person, which leaves the grave to draw energy from the living. Kind of like a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. So they're often associated with... um, other figures in folklore that I'm actually going to get into. I'm going to name all of these, so I'm not going to do them now. Um, needless to say, like werewolves, vampires, that kind of sure. those kind of guys. Um, the exact characteristics ascribed to them vary from source to source, which kind of goes with the territory when you're talking about vampires. Mm-hmm. So it's reported. Reportedly, a belief that the child of a woman impregnated by a Nosferat, which is a kind of oh my God. incubus vampire, would be extremely ugly and covered with thick hair and then become a Roy, uh, Moroi. So no. you're born kind of like a gross half vampire and then like become full vampire as you age. Sad. I don't know. It's kind of like I would love to grow into my myself that way, you know, like I guess so. But the first few years would be really tough. This is just how I think about how it was being a girl. I have to say, like, 
being an awkward girl and being like, I am half disgusting and I know it's going to get worse. It's better, but someday I'll be so powerful. No one will even know. And I have yet to see that day, but it's coming. Come on now. No, you, you understand what I mean. I do understand what you mean. It can be hard to be a girl. Sure. You're covered in hair, just like We've a baby We've all felt Maroi. like a baby Maroi at times. Yeah. yeah. We're all like, was my dad an Osferat? We will never Why am know. I so ugly? Oh. So they're also... No, no. They're also sometimes referred to in modern story as the living offspring of two strigoi, which I'm going to get into. Um. Anyway, this comes from the old Slavic word mora, meaning nightmare. That's essentially what these guys are. We're moving on. That's only one style of vampire that I'm going to wow. talk about. This is maybe one of my top favorites, and I cannot pronounce this. Muma Paduri. Okay? Muma Paduri, okay. maybe, is an ugly and mischievous old mad woman living in the yes. forest. Yes. In the heart of virgin forests, in a hut or cabin of or an old tree. I love her. I love that. She's the opposite of fairies uh zana which is like a charitable fairy godmother like a glinda type figure um like direct opposites these guys like kind of like can't exist without the other she's also the protector of the animals and plants brewing potions and helping injured animals she curses the forest if it's dying and keeps so oh i'm sorry i'm so sorry cures the forest if it's dying okay that makes more sense and she keeps unwanted trespassers away by driving them mad and scaring them i love her i'm gonna become one okay wow because i know for a fact that these what's behind me the teens they're leaving their budweiser's back there mm-hmm. and that can't be good for the plants that is your woods to yeah. do with what you will it literally right is yeah anyway, i'll i can't even get into that So she's kind of like a Hansel and Gretel witch in a way in that, um, I mean, there are stories of her maybe trying to boil a girl, but I'm sure she had her reasons. Yeah. You know, so she's she's definitely a very ugly and old woman. And I love her. She has the, uh, she's an old bat, as they say. She has the ability to change her shape at times, which is also very fun. She's thought to attack children. And because of this, you know, a large variety of spells are used against her to prevent her from doing that. Um, there's a saying in Romanian, instead of just saying she's ugly, you'd say she looks like this this witch woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Famously ugly. Yeah. Oh, and I guess she was adapted into a monster for an advanced Dungeons and Dragons second edition. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Okay. Who's that? Rikoliki. Also, I'm sure I'm not saying this right. That's a werewolf slash vampire. Okay? It's a fusion. Yes. You can do that? Yes. Okay? And it's, I mean, listen. The Prikoliki is a wolf-like thing. Wolf-like characteristics with a vampire's sensibilities. Wow. Best of both worlds. It truly is. It, for me, it definitely is. Yeah. So undead souls that have risen from the grave to harm living people. Classic. Classic overarching need. Yeah. So a, a, a prickle which again, this is not, it, it can't be 
a werewolf slash vampire can't just be called a prequel-eeky. I, I have to be saying it wrong. I think it is. No, I don't know. I, I mean, it well, can't be that different from how you're saying it, right? It, it, I guess it, it could be, be like a prequel-eeky, prequel-eeky. Preacher-eek? I don't know. I'm saying prequel-eeky and I'm sticking to it. This guy always yeah. resembles a wolf. Malicious, violent men are often said to become Ooh. these when they die. Whoa. Okay. That's- that's sad. Just so that they can continue harming people. Oh my God, so how that. awful. I know. So some Romanian folklore delineates the Prikaliki are werewolves in life and after they die, return as vampires. No. That's kind of fun to me, though. That's fun. Get- so, okay. So if they get shot by a silver bullet, they'll come back, surprise, I'm a vampire now? Yeah. I mean, that's obviously bad for the living, but you get to be for both. them. I mean, it's yeah. probably good to be both, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even as recently as modern times, many people living in rural areas of Romania have claimed to, be, to have been viciously attacked by abnormally large and fierce wolves. I'll also say, I think Romania has a stray dog problem still to this okay. day. And it's it I I I honestly do think this is true, and I think it's because of like the this homing of pets during or right before the revolution, where like people were taken out of their homes, they couldn't take their pets. So like packs of wild dogs, like I think, run around pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um. So you know, I don't know if it could just be. It could be packs of wild dogs too. Apparently, you know they. But these ones, these attacks are different. Apparently, these wolves attack silently, unexpectedly, and they're alone. I don't know. That I mean, yeah, sounds like a freaking prickalik to me. You know, <laughs> that's a prickalik if I've ever heard one. I mean, it sounds like a classic prickalik. Yeah. So that's that guy. Wow. We're gonna do the samka next. The samka. Ooh, okay. Is of course, as you know, a very ugly and scary evil spirit. Of course, it's a woman. She was They're commonly so ugly. Why is nothing man or masculine? The men are all handsome, and the women I don't are understand. just crones, famously it's, ugly. I don't crones. know why everything's described as like this is like the hottest creature ever. It was an evil man who, even in death, wants to hurt people more. Mm-hmm. But just a regular lady who wants to protect plants is a like, like the first thing you need to know is that she was unsightly and so ugly. She was too disgusting to be tolerated. No. So the Samka, evil and ugly, takes the appearance of a naked woman with disheveled hair growing down to her heels. That sounds fun to me. Okay, that but okay, so far. with dried out breasts that touch the ground. This reminds me a lot of one depiction of the Banshee that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small, tiny eyes that shine as brightly as the stars. She's starting to sound scary to me. Iron hands and long nails, sharp as knitting needles or hooked sickles and a tongue of fire. So she is very scary, this one. That's wicked scary. scary. This demon, okay, who's very large, ugly, and crooked mouth, (laughs) always spits fire. I don't like that. Can come out at the end of each month around the full moon and usually appears to children under the age of four. Oh, no. 
are so frightened that they become sick immediately. Well, sure. Uh, Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes. I would like never bounce back from that emotionally. This demon can also appear to women laying on their birth bed. And once visible, she would touch the pregnant woman as if kneading on them. Oh, scaring them so much that they either die instantly or remain immobile for the rest of their life. That is very messed up. I think this is up there with, ooh, I haven't been more scared of, uh, I I haven't been this scared of anything in a while. I really don't like this one. Yeah, I don't like that. You can take different forms, a very large and fierce pig, for example. I prefer that. No, queen hog. A grinning dog. Ew, no. Ew. Um, a crow with bloody eyes. No. I don't like it. A disease. The disease with which the children are touched after she appears to them is called the children's malice. Okay. Uh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has 19 different names in the Romanian Whoa. language. And to defend against her, you need to write all her 19 names on a wall of the house. Or you have to convince someone else to write a protective spell, which they would afterwards, you have to carry it on you. When you're attacked, the spell will make it so that Samka, um, will make Samka harm. Oh my God, this is horrible. When attacked, the spell will make Samka harm the writer of the spell instead of you. So don't do that. That's mean. Oh, you trick somebody into doing it. Oh God, that's awful. But if the writer of the spell is a person of age, is like an older person, she won't hurt them. Okay. That still seems really not cool. Instead, what will happen is while that person sleeps, they'll grind their teeth. Ugh. I, I still I'm, don't like that. I'm really scared of this. You better write her 19 names on the wall in your house. Tonight. I have them all right here. I don't like her. I really don't like this one. Ooh, Ooh, so I really don't like this one. All right, moving on like from that. her. Um, oh, this one's kind of nothing. Okay. Oh, it's a, it's a spiritus. This is like a Romanian version of a familiar. And they're usually avian, so hens, crows, hunting birds. You know, they act as like messengers and intermediaries. Mm. Um, This is very fun. I like that, called a spiritus. Yeah, that's cute. You you gotta love that. That's really fun to have. Yeah. This one um, we've talked about a little bit. It's come up in the other sections. A strigoi, a troubled Mm. spirit that is said to have risen from the dead. So... They can transform into animals, become invisible. They gain vitality from the blood of their victims, so kind of like a vampire. Yeah. Uh, So Bram Stoker's Dracula has become the modern interpretation of the Strigoi through Mm -hmm. historic links with vampires. So this is like the classic one that we're aware of the most. I'm going to say, Stephanie, don't you mean Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula? Only if I meant the motion picture starring <laughs> Gary Old, man. That's the classic version. It takes precedent it's over true. the book. Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula and, of course, Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein <laughs> are two of the greatest pieces. The greatest, po- the, the greatest mm. pieces that eclipse their books of all time. 
<laughs> yeah, I really do need to watch that Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula soon. <laughs> that is one of my favorite ones. When Winona's that, when anything. that, and Keanu's, when that wonderful shadow moves of its own accord. Ooh, wow, so, so wonderful scary. and the best score. So good. Oh yeah, it's really good. Oh, it's just so good. It also makes me be like, should I just like buy a cello? Maybe I don't know. Yes, I could do it. I could buy a cello. I might. So this is, I'm not even going to get into this because it's almost too much to get into, but it's a vampire. This is the classique, you know his name, Dracul Vampire, sure. all right? Wow. Yeah. Um, that's essentially what that is. There's also something called a Staffy, which is too close to Steffi for my liking. It's a troubled <laughs> spirit of the dead who are bound to a place, the place in which they lived in life. Okay. Like a house ghost, but this is also kind of a poltergeist. It'll mess with you okay. a little bit, kind of like Ooh. that. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of cool. Let's see. I'll do maybe a couple more. Not too many more. We've got one called a zmfu. No, that it's not. That's not how you say it. Zmu. Zmu. That sounds I, right. I don't know. This is essentially, it's a fantastic creature, I'll tell you what. It's a fantastical creature, kind of like a dragon, not unlike a dragon. It spits wow. fire, it flies in the sky. It has the desire to marry young girls like a dragon does, like oh, we all no. know. It has some uh, anthropomorphic traits. It can be a humanoid with legs and arms, the ability to, like, you know, do weapons and stuff. Yeah, but okay. Then it, can it can be both the knight and, and the dragon. Wow, he can yeah. do it all. He can do it all, and I get why maybe some girls would fall for that. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Multi talented, you yeah. know. Yeah, but still so that's, scary. I mean, scary. That's just scratching the surface, but that's just a couple of the fun Romanian spirits that are just hanging out. The best one being the ugly and mean old woman living in the forest. Obvious. So scary. I mean, like. I, I'm just thinking about like there are so many legends of something waiting at a crossroads. Yeah. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, I guess I don't ever really have to deal with that many crossroads that aren't like city crossroads anymore. So it's mm -hmm. it's hard to even really imagine like how spooky it can really be to be like, yep, I'm in the true middle of nowhere at a crossroads and somebody's just there. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, Especially because you're caught, like, in a moment of decision-making, vulnerable, on your way somewhere, alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oof. I don't like the feeling that they're going to watch you choose which way to go. Yeah. And then the alternative is to like go back and it's like, well, you don't want to turn no. your back to them. This happened to me on a subway once where, well, not, not exactly this, but something like that where like I was basically just getting harassed. A man was like spitting on me and oh God, like saying, hor muttering really, really horrible things under his breath. And like, I didn't know what to do, but I didn't want to get off at my house. But then I was like, no, but then if, if I get off after my house and he gets off with me, then I'm stranded not even where I live. 
Yeah, that's true. So I ended up getting off near my house at my stop and he he did get off and he did uh-huh. follow me uh, for a while until I don't know how I lost him, but I did. And yeah, the idea of like not having being on a open crossroads, like an old fashioned style footpath and like you have nowhere to go and yeah. you just run a po- run up to somebody being like i've been waiting for you no No. i don't like that the idea yeah being chased or followed in general is so scary uh i hate it i I really really hate it it. i really hate the samka and i i can't even think about her too much here's a fun romanian thing um one of our romanian friends came to visit the u.s a few years back and mm-hmm. you know like we went out on the town and when i was or when when she was leaving she was like yeah and you have to come to romania soon so you can see the bears yeah and i just love that i love being like oh yeah there are so many bears in romania that they're like come come to romania that's the bear that'll we'll show come you to bears town. it'll speak and give you lollies oh, i i do true. think that'll happen there for sure I would love to go to there is a place that it's going to show up. It's there. I would love to go too. I think we, I think we really should because they've got beautiful castles. They like have gorgeous landscapes. They've got bears. Yeah. My sister-in-law lived there for like six months. That's fun. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 I got to ask her more about that time. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Ask her if it was spooky or pretty or she did go to the classic vlad's castle and um you know she was like it was day it's just beautiful it was daytime like sunny day beautiful i would imagine that it probably like because it was a castle probably got pretty pretty bright in there right like you'd have to have windows that would let it get good daylight yeah i can't i think she also got to stay in a castle a few times which you know even saying it, being like, wow, I forget that I lived in one for a while. That's true, yeah. But my That's too scary was, for me. I think you would have really liked the castle that I lived in. I'm sure I wouldn't. But... It wasn't scary, even even in the least. It was, if anything, cozy. It And it did have a ghost. Yeah. And I can't believe I've never said that on the podcast. I it don't know if you have ever mentioned it. Sophie was her name. Wow. She lived in the piano room. Aww. She was benevolent. She was nice. Every castle, I mean, what do you think the like median number of ghosts in a castle in it just in castles is? Oh no. Worldwide. I mean, without like outliers, like horrific uh mass killings happened in them. Four. Yeah, yeah, just like four. Yes. Well, okay. My or only thought is that, that we don't know of, like, <laughs> yeah, like my only thought is that probably like even if like three generations of a family lived in the castle, they probably also died in the castle. All of yeah, them. but you know, not everybody wants to be a ghost. You know, that's true. That is true. Sophie was a little girl ghost, too. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, Uh, I don't know the story. Or if I did, I forgot it. I'll have to look her back up. 
It was one of the things that Hubert, the the groundskeeper, just told us about one day. And we were like, okay, dude. But he was right. (laughs) The way he was a living ghost of the castle. I did see him uh, murder a peacock on the grounds of that castle. Wait, I thought the peacocks there were like treasured. No, no. They were treated like um like hens essentially. And this Did peacock was them? sick. This peacock was extremely sick. Aww. No, they were just kind of like hanging around pets. And um they were they were mean bastards those peacocks. This one was very ill. It was attacking people and running in circles, pecking itself. And Uber just calmly walked up to it, snapped his neck right in twain. That's so sad. And then he carried under his arm like a football. Ugh. I mean, also, that's the only way to hold a peacock. My favorite two Uber stories after that were that once I was walking up to the tower to try to exercise. They had weights up there. And I heard him singing Hey Jude by himself. So I had to quietly walk back down the spiral staircase made of Aww. ancient iron. So, to, so he didn't hear me. And I didn't interrupt him being like, hey, dude, no, 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 I'll never forget that gentle voice. And then, of course, we had Castle Karaoke in the barn. And um, he and I obviously did sing Paradise for the Dashboard Lights. Wow. No, no. And I was essentially forced into doing this by my peers. Unbelievable. And um, I mean, thank God no one at smartphones. I'm glad there's no evidence. I did it, though. I did it. I was sober as all hell. Wow. And um, Uber loved it. I've never seen him so happy. Oh. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, that, that song is tough. But I bet, like, if you're doing it to, to make, like, you know, the groundskeeper, please. He put it on I and he was like, this is a classic American song. And I was like, I can't deny that. I can't argue that. I guess there's no arguing it. It's just like how that one band is America's top band. Um, Scorpions? Scorpions. Yeah, yeah that's the, my Russian teacher. Uh, we couldn't tell him that Scorpions wasn't America's top band. <laughs> they are. Time. You can't. You can't tell them that I because don't even it's not know true. If they are they're American. Are they? Let's see. Are they an American band? If this is a Canadian band. If you're a member of Scorpion, please email us. Okay, they're a German heavy metal band. Oh my god. Well, they're it's crazy that they are also America's top band. Did this is the band the band that does like Okay, wait. I have to make sure. Yeah, okay. They do rock me like a hurricane. This is what he thought America's top song was. Rock me like a hurricane might be. It came out in 1984. I met Ilya in 2013. And he thought this was America's top song. It's it's not even America's top song. For some people, it probably is like if they're like put on the most American song you can think of. It doesn't sound like it's I mean, it's in English, so I it doesn't register as a German song. No, of course not. No, no. Sure. Sure. I don't know. I guess like both Hubert and Ilya on their own are correct in that those two songs 
are really American and yeah. I can't argue them. I can't argue them. It's our, it's, it, that's American culture, baby. Yeah. Rock me like a hurricane and paradise by the dashboard lights. Oh, the two I really hate genders. them both. <laughs> the two yeah. I know. There are two songs that I'm like, I never have to hear that song again. Ever, ever, ever again. Oh, my God. Well, uh, well this, the story of tonight and the theme and the tip is that, oh, man, there's a lot of takeaways. Too many to count. Write all the names of that woman on your wall. Yes. Yeah. Definitely do that. Don't go to a crossroads if you can avoid it. No. At least not at night. Um, if you keep having a dream that the boat you're about to go on is sinking, maybe don't go on it. No, don't get on uh, it. You gotta trust that gut. If you build a boat that you kind of almost intentionally crash, you're not allowed to leave it. Yep. If you see a guilty coward, forgive them. Yeah. Aww. Let them know it's okay. Wasn't their fault. If you're in Vegas, go to the Luxor and look at those stairs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But if you no, have a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, when it's safe. If you have a hundred thousand dollars, we would really love to get Stephanie an adult size um, above ground pool. Yeah. So I. I mean. Just- Give me the 100k. I don't know if I'm going to put it towards the letterpress or the adult pool. Yeah, she'll move it around and figure out it where it can be both, used best. To be honest. It could cover both. I mean, it depends on how much, you know, it, what it look what's left over after you're on the hammock or slumber website. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can really you can really get rid of $100,000 fast on that website. Oh my god, in the blink of an eye. I there's a whole category of things that are that price and more. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's see, go check that out. Go on that website. Yeah, yeah. we're catalogs. That's another big tip. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us. As thanks, always, everyone. And follow us have you. on Instagram at That's the Spirit Podcast on Twitter at Spirit Pod, mm-hmm. and you can email us at That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail mm-hmm. and we'll check it um, at some point. But I forgot to before tonight, but before next time, I will. I haven't logged into that account in a long time. Yeah, I did. Like, pressures await. A couple of weeks ago, and I cleared out all of the really, like, spam stuff. And there are some jewels in there that we have to look at. Amazing. Sure. I can't wait. All right. Bye, everybody. Them. We love you, and we'll see we you in hell. We love you. See you in hell. Bye. Bye. Hey.